Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you are listening to VCR. Welcome back. Welcome back. So today, Carlo, have you ever had like a friend come up and ask, because me and you, let's establish that something that everyone already knows. Me and you are uh, men of the world. We we are elderly. I wouldn't say elderly, but we are definitely someone's elders, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so people every now and then will come to me for advice, and I'm assuming people will come to you for advice. You know, they, they want to know <clears throat> what not to do in life because we're perfect examples of what not to do in life. Yeah, like we're and, really uh, wrong. <laughs> yes, like this is how you could be if you go down this track. <laughs> Learn from my mistakes. Yes. Go away from podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, people will come to me. And one of the things that I get commonly from uh, from younger guys, at least, is... How do you pick a date place or what's a good date place? Or uh, can you recommend a good place for a date? That type of thing. Or how, like if they've never been on a date, I've had them ask me, so what do I do? I was like, okay, well, that's that's uh, sad. Yeah. But okay, let's go through that. First off, take a bath. And <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but yeah, but yeah, I'm like, fucking not. Yeah, that's what, what I find. I don't get people, and I think this is this is an issue. Is people think like it's like porn? People watch too many por- too much porn and think, oh, that's how it looks when I get when I have sex. That's how it Does works. It? So I take her a yeah. pizza, knock on the door. <laughs> yeah, my penis will like bends at a perfect ninety degree angle yes. in order to shove it into into this person, mm. but the ca- so the camera can see right. Like I, yeah. I do that. No, that's oh, incorrect. Shit, wait a minute. <laughs> I got to set up my own camera? What the fuck? No, <laughs> no like, hey, I finished working on your car. Time to pay me. <laughs> I can't fix it, but do you want to have sex now? <laughs> um, but people do the same thing because they watch like rom-coms and shit, like mm-hmm. dumbass movies where they, with two people that will inevitably fall in love, fall in love, and they think, oh, so that's what you do. Mm-hmm. You have a meet-cute Mm-hmm. where um i get her mother's bookstore closed and then she meets my little sister and we're friends we're, we're good now or mm-hmm. i crash a wedding and start hitting on all the bridesmaids one of them will get like that that's literally what people think mm-hmm. they're supposed to do um for a date it's like well none of these people yeah. date in all those movies they don't they don't date and like, you know there's never been a movie in a rom-com it's always like they're currently stealing somebody's like stealing quotation marks but they're trying to get another group to break up so they can get somebody or they're trying to get over somebody so i don't respect this person at all oh no i have feelings but they never they almost never have any dates it's just Mm -hmm. an excuse to hang out with each other that looks like a date a very Mm -hmm. movie date but they don't actually call it a date because in a rom-com they're never just like healthy functioning adults no it can't be you know who has the best i shit you not the best sum up of a rom-com slash date situation it is seth mcfarland's family guy and they're making fun of like 
all these hallmark stupid uh rom-com things where are rom-com movies in general and it's this woman at a desk and she's picking up the phone and she's like hi oh my god i'm way too important and busy to deal with this hey oh my god like oh my god like i just can't deal with this right now my life is too chaotic and so she's picking up every phone in the office and this guy just walks in like this handsomely drunk guy and he takes her cell phone away and he puts his finger to her lips and goes let me show you how all your problems can be solved with my penis like bravo seth mcfarland bravo (laughs) because that is pretty much every rom-com out there uh you know independent very hard-working woman and this guy just trapes in and he's like i'll fix everything and really if you think about it it's always fixed after they bang you know like life is better for them so anyway but that's and the director is always really proud of himself that like see she was wearing this like dark suit at the beginning of the movie but after they bang she's wearing a pink sweater that shows that she's comfortable in her body now well no like, now well, we're we're on the beaches of hawaii and she's yeah. wearing this beautiful uh lei and right after she got laid, <laughs> you know, I'm that type really of right, Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, and I'm not saying these movies are inherently like uh, gross and you shouldn't watch them. <laughs> Enjoy them. It's fine. But don't think that it's realistic or helpful. No, <laughs> helpful in the because that's, that's not the yeah, that's not the way a good date works. So no. Carlo and I are going to help you, whether you're whether you're male, female um, or you're figuring it out this and i'm not saying that to be mean like literally if you're figuring out figure it out but the thing is we're going to help you figure out a good date place you know because that that's 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 critical and if you're one of these young people who has asked someone on a date well i commend you because i understand how difficult that is you know um it's not easy to like spot a beautiful, like in my case, spot a beautiful woman. Let, let me go back and give a little history about my, I was terrified to talk to women for a very long time, you know, as a teen in my early twenties. And it was theater that kind of got me out of that, uh, being able to go up and be charming and stuff because now I can fake it. <laughs> but in the beginning, I was terrified. I, I just couldn't do it. So I know if you're really shy or you lack that confidence, how difficult that is just to walk up to somebody, talk, try to talk to them and try to ask them on a date. I know it's even worse when they shoot you down or they say yes. And you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> I've, this is built on a lie. What do I do? <laughs> like, uh, I, I fucking shit. I didn't think it was gonna go this far. <laughs> I need. I need. I would like to call a friend, Regis. Can I call a friend? <laughs> Can I fifty fifty? Yeah. <laughs> and alternatively, a- like I've never, I've never been particularly like. I consider myself a shy person, um, but in that I don't ask people right away. I don't uh, ask people like. I don't tend to ask someone out the day I meet them. Like I, I like I'm I'm a slow burn person. I'm like, oh no, I'm just gonna do it to see if we get along in general, because that's more in my mind. That's more important. Like I'm always I've always hated the phrase of just friends mm-hmm. because that's better than like a recent hookup. But it, like, people are like, oh, we're not gonna have like meaningless sex. We're just friends. Friends, mm-hmm. actual friends, is better than like most romantic relationships you will have in your life. 
Just as oh, reality. Yeah. There's a lot of people you get with someone you're like, it, it, it for, really you're with them be. for six months and it's hot and heavy and it's, and it's exciting. And then you're like, wait, they're terrible. I need to leave. Or they left me for no reason, which means they're the terrible one. Mm. But after six months, that's it. I would much rather have a close, dear friend for years. That's real. Oh, yeah. That's that's important. Absolutely. That will change who I am for the better. The person I'm banging for a month or two is not. No, that is not more than out. friends. No, so I'm, We're just screwing. But this is my friend. So but let's get you to that point where you can be either screwing or developing a friendship or developing a real relationship. Here. Right. Uh, the first thing you want to do, and Carlo, I make a joke about it, but it is very true. Uh, and because this is listed as one of the most, uh, one of the, the reasons why people won't go on a second date with somebody. Yeah. And no joke. So if you're getting ready for a date, the first thing you want to take care of is your hygiene. It's a shame I have to say that, but it's your <laughs> hygiene. Yeah. Uh, and if you're a teenager, you peers. may not know any better. Yeah. But if you're a grown ass man or grown ass person, you should fucking know better that yeah. you need to uh, take a shower, put on a bit of deodorant. And yeah. put on a splash of the old spice or whatever you got lingering in there. Uh, <laughs> Carlo, I know nobody sprays. Oh god, no, no. nobody sprays. Men or women, both nobody sprays. If someone can smell you from three feet away, you have too much on. Yes. And I want to go I, ahead. I do, I do want to include um this includes don't show up stinking of smoke. Oh, but I'm a smoker. Okay. That's not a great smell. Excellent. Don't show up stinking of smoke. That way. Yeah. Yeah. Have a cigarette later. If you really can't handle things now, deal with your addiction. You're not ready for a relationship. And if you have to have one now, you can't wait 15 minutes mm -hmm. to like uh, to have a cigarette with them. Mm -hmm. Then you have an addiction. That's sad. Work on that. You're not ready for a relationship. Honestly, if you can't go an hour without a cigarette, you have an addiction. That's terrible. Yeah, That's that is gross. Deal but with I wanna, that. Get I wanna, help. But I want to go back to something that you said. Body sprays. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is something that applies to both men and women, like absolutely, uh, because men can't overdo it with cologne. But I shit you not, there there have been some dates that I have been on where the woman I'm with, I, I cannot go to the bathroom enough to try to get away from this the, how powerful that fucking perfume is. I gotta wash my hands. Uh, I gotta go to the men's room. And, you know, I'm just trying to escape that stench because, like, after a while, and this is not a joke. Um, you want to do something light in the sense of a clone, especially on first date, because of the fact that you don't know the other person. And as a courtesy, you don't want to give them a headache. Smells can cause a headache. And I know like when I'm on a date and they're wearing this obnoxiously cheap cotton candy smelling, uh, fucking body spray that, or, or baby powders, you know, uh, scented fucking perfume thingy. It's like, that is obnoxious. And how dare you show up with a Walgreens scent <laughs> to this date? Uh, that is obnoxious. And I'll get a headache. And it's like, it's, get, too much. So too, too. it's just too <laughs> fucking much. And yeah. in reality, you kind of need to tone that down a bit. Uh, just a squirt is fine. Something that they can smell if they come in to hug you type of thing. But going back to it, as your hygiene, before you get in, take a fucking shower. Uh, after you're done with your shower, dry off, put on a bit of the underarm deodorant, no joke, brush your teeth, gargle if you got the gargles, and uh, then select your cologne or your perfume 
or your eau de toilette, whatever it is. Um, but select it, keeping in mind, you only need one to two pumps. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to yeah, like cover pins, your body in pins. that. Just like fucking, you know, you want to spray one. I always spray one around my, close to my neck around the right side of my shoulder because if they're coming in to hug they're coming in to hug that way so they're going to smell that you know and i put it on my chest as well i don't put it directly on my skin because the oils from my skin and this is for anybody the oils from your skin can change the way that perfume or cologne smells yeah it's and, supposed to yeah by the way. yeah no it's supposed to work that way if exactly. you want to sell specifically like that scent get more on your clothes. clothes if you yeah. want to have if you smell better with that scent and this is a very important distinction mm. then you should get that on you should get a little on your skin then you do the wrists and then and maybe the neck one yeah. spray on one wrist rub them together one on one side on the neck or just below your chin mm -hmm. and let that kind of seep in if that scent works with your biochemistry yes and find out by having someone who wants to bang you tell you how that smells on you thank you you know it is important to have a friend a trusted friend who will tell you oh my god that smells great on you or oh my yeah. god what the fuck are you wearing you know yeah. like you know it's important to have that like that doesn't suit you so get and that from opinion. a very reptile brain level mm -hmm. someone that would or has banged you yes that well, helps because because they know what, what the scent of you and, and think of sex if it's like your mom, like, oh, that smells so good on you. She seems to think of you as her little baby. Yeah, you she know, she does not have the opinion you're looking for. The concept of putting on Old Spice and Brute when it's the year 2022 probably isn't the best idea. <laughs> I think those, I think those have come, those have come back around because those were like the go-to that every guy thought. This is the secret code. I wear Brute. I'm a Brute man because of fucking advertising. But now that scent is still a specific scent. Someone will like it. If it yeah. works with your biochemistry, someone will find it a sexy scent because now it's not what every single person fucking wears. Exactly. Exactly. So if it works for you, it works for you. But do know it works for you before you wear it and don't fucking bathe in it. <laughs> and after you have uh, gone through your hygiene process, definitely select a decent shirt and a decent pair of pants yep. or slacks if you're a guy. Um, just just for the occasion yes don't show up in a t-shirt and jeans unless yeah. you two have previously discussed that you're going to someplace that requires that you don't show yeah. up like that that's yeah. that's just piss poor on your part and yeah, this, this is part of the planning of a date the idea of like oh but romance is spontaneous romance is spontaneous a date is not spontaneous yeah. it's different and and you find romance thing. on a date you plan this shit and here's the thing Do not like, show up in your bas basketball shorts uh do not show up in a um a t a t-shirt that says juicy show the person you're going with a little bit of respect dress don't dress to the nines if you're just going to a movie mm -hmm. i will dress where you go we'll, we'll talk about that but yeah. whatever you're going to you should be aware of it if the other person says it's a surprise you need tell them they need to tell you how to dress yeah don't let that the guy who, who can't think of anything ladies tell you that oh it's a surprise because he's an idiot and hasn't planned anything and then you show up he's like where's your basketball sh shoes or oh i we, i figured we'd go to this nice opera because i don't know what an opera is so you're dressed like this tell yeah. them i need to know exactly how i'm dressed for this event exactly and so uh, i'm a lot and i don't like it when people try to hide behind that oh well this is who i am 
I was like, no, that's who you kind of want to be. Who you are is many different facets. You know, there is the Vada who dresses up in a t-shirt and pajama bottoms to record this show with Carlo. And then there is the Vada who goes to work wearing slacks in a uh, polo shirt. And then there's a Vada who's like going out on a date and will wear a button up shirt and either slacks or blue jeans, or I will do what's called uh, Texas style or what they call Texas casual, which is where you're in your blue jeans, maybe boots, and you have a button up shirt and you put a sports jacket or you have a polo jack, a polo shirt and you put a sports jacket on. That's called yep. Texas casual. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, uh, something like that to that extent is a great idea but there are many different oh well if you are living on t-shirt and jeans every day of your life you need to reevaluate your life and uh (laughs) i I, I won't judge like how you want to live your life that's fine i'm not saying dress up to lie but would you dress for more respect given a a situation or an uh, or an event like we're going to a wedding well then you would dress up for that nope I don't have any love or respect for my family and friends. I only dress like this. I only wear shorts. I'm a 30-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Show respect for the event. Now you're going on a date. If this is not eventful to you, they need to leave you alone because you don't find them worth the effort. Mm-hmm. And see, that's worth the that, effort and wear, dress like an adult. And that's the situation you are approaching. That kind of drives me crazy. Carlo, I'm going to go off on just a really quick uh, rant. Only be able to go get a cookie. Yeah, you go get a cookie while I rant. So one of the things that bother me the most is like, uh, you dress for the event and Carlo, you're 100% right. Dress for the fucking event. And it kills me when like, I'll, I'll look through, you know, my social medias and one of them is Facebook and people will post shit about like their weddings. Like they ran down to a courtroom and they got married. Fine. God bless you. If that's all you can afford, if you just want to do it that quick. Uh, baby's coming sooner than what you thought, you know, <laughs> fine, do that. Go down to the courthouse, get married. But my God, get married in something nicer than a pair of jeans and a work shirt. Or, and I've seen women where they've dressed in like camouflage pants and a fucking hoodie at, to their wedding. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? These are your forever pictures. You know, oh, I mean, until you get a divorce. I mean, these are your forever pictures. Uh, that's not something I would want to show like my kids are great. Hey, uh, I showed up wearing cargo pants and a wife beater to my wedding. <laughs> you know, I had a big old stain because I just finished, you know, fucking having a water burger. You know, uh, like that's bullshit. You don't want to do that. I mean, if you're going to do that, at least do a button up and some slacks or do some Texas casual. But that's my rant. Show more respect for the event, even if it yeah. is just you two and you're like, oh, this is our life. Yeah, it is. But that's a, a, a bigger you should event. get to that comfortable yeah. space. You should. And that, that's I'm not going to knock respectful. <laughs> yeah. But that's just me. What the fuck do I know? Carlo, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I don't I'm not going to knock like the 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 court wedding or anything. Maybe you don't want like it makes there's a lot of good arguments and not no, court weddings. I'm not, I'm not saying anything about it. court weddings. Yeah, no, I mean, go for it. But you need to respect yourself and the yeah. person you're going to be with in those mm-hmm. photos. Mm-hmm dress up dress it up a little yes, bit God fucking damn it. do yeah do something do something yeah. that, that, and it is always a always a pain because because i work in a bar as has come up before i see a lot of first dates a lot of first dates and there's always a woman uh whatever's whenever it's a, a cis hetero uh, couple the woman is always put like effort to look cute but approachable she's not like 
She's not necessarily like, uh, you know, I went to the, the salon, I got my hair done, I got professional makeup. No, but she put in the fucking effort and showed up, look cute, mm-hmm. comfortably cute. And then the dude invariably is either um, halfway to Texas casual, who wears like his best fishing shirt, or he shows up wearing a baseball cap, or he's in uh, basketball shorts. And he's just like, like, hey, oh, I put on a clean shirt for you, baby. Like, that's, that's it. That's the best. Like, you going like, man. Men are scum. <laughs> like dress, yes, you should be comfortable what you wear, but the idea that you can't be comfortable in a suit makes you a child. Mm-hmm. You should be comfortable in your own body. You should be comfortable wearing next to anything if it makes sense for the occasion. The only thing that would make sense to be uncomfortable in is if you're literally wearing a clown suit at a funeral, unless that's your job or kink, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that can make sense because you're not dressed for the event. Yeah. Very simple. And see, and now I so, think, Carlo. Before we go, the next further, thing we should, we should uh, probably move on to is again to bring it back again to the planning process. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Let's because you already hit oh. on it. So let's take it that for that little bit further. So you're planning your date, okay? You've got the yes. You know you got to bathe. You know you got to do all that primary uh, priming stuff before you get there. Let's talk about where you're going to go on that date. Now, I have a few go-to places I think are my absolute favorite uh, go-to places. Uh, But, again, this is a date. So you want to go somewhere. I'm not going to say super quiet. But you want to go somewhere decent. You don't have to overload yourself financially. I think that's where a lot of people get in trouble like oh my god we got to go do this 100 200 dinner and it's a first date and you may never have that's something you have to keep in mind you're going on a first date that doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be a second date you hope there's going to be a second date that first date doesn't guarantee a second one so you it's not even that first date is your hoping to find a reason for there to be a second date on both exactly because you may find out you don't want to be with this person on that first date Exactly. So you want to go somewhere. I'm not going to say super casual, but you want to go somewhere kind of chill, somewhere not super quiet, but where you two can talk and have a conversation because that talking and conversation is what's going to lead to, hey, we're going to go out again or B, I'm just not feeling this. Um, and it's okay. If you feel like you're not feeling it, that's okay. And But don't be a yeah. jerk about it and ghost them, but we'll get to that later. Uh, what you want to do is you definitely want to pick a suitable place, a nice restaurant, nothing too expensive, kind of casual. I mean, don't fucking take them to like Applebee's or anything like that. That's kind of sad if you ask me, but that's my opinion. I mean, if yeah. you love, if you two love Applebee's and Chili's, knock yourself out. But I'm not an Applebee's and Chili's kind of guy. I'm more like a, oh, let's go get some pho or let's get Greek food. Or I know this really great little uh, place where they do uh, all organic free range meats, blah, 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 whatever. You know, and they're not expensive. They're average places. You'll spend like maybe 50 bucks on the date opposed to 100 to $200. You know, you don't want to end up in that kind of a situation and there's no second date. Um, the other I will, thing I will, I will say in a little into the um, almost not quite in the defense of chilies, but um, as I mentioned, I prefer to get to know someone fairly well before I ever go on a, a first date. I'm not a meet you in the bar, talk for an hour. We should do this again sometime. Um, I'm just not that person. I prefer someone that I kind of know. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I've had something like something like a really good date at a chilies. 
because I have a personal thing. I grew up dirt poor. Chili's was treated as like, okay, maybe on your brother's birthday, because we didn't ever do anything on my birthday, but for my, your brother's birthday, we're going to go to Chili's and he can order whatever he wants. And I would go and I'd be told I could have like, well, I would be allowed to have one thing. So I had this, this complex as a kid um, until I was like working when I was like 19. I had like a, a I would make, a, I made money and I could use it forever for fuck I wanted. Then I would, I had a, this complex of, I want to go to Chili's and drink and eat whatever I want. I want to ball out at Chili's. I want to make a hundred dollar tab, which is actually really hard at Chili's mm. with somebody. That's what we're doing. So every like uh, to this day, every once in a while, if someone is feeling it, if they're into that for fun, we'll get those terrible sugary over the top bullshit margaritas. And we'll get like six of them. We'll have like apps and like a, and two whole meals and dessert. And we'll get, just spend as much money as we can at a Chili's <laughs> just to do it because it, it's this, because I can now I'm financially solvent. It's great. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's something that she and I both, like we both were into that. Like, yeah, we remember having this conversation. We remember growing up and seeing those uh, Chili's baby back ribs and yeah. could never afford them. So now I'll have a fucking feast of ribs. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. So I, I've got it. And that was really, really special and great, but that's because we knew each other. Yeah, and I think, and that has to go into what you're thinking when you're going to ask ask someone for a date. And again, this is why I don't like the "it's a surprise." I'll tell you later, because hey, I know a like, like you said, I know a great fall place, and they're like, "I'm vegan." Cool, I can't take you there. It's all bone broth. <laughs> like, I got right. to do something else. But that's you got to have a little bit of that that back and forth, and I guess to find something that like works for both of you, and. You might find out that means you're like a, that might be a stopping point. You might run into a place like, oh, I don't eat any food by those people. And you'd be like, oh, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Great. Thanks for letting me know now. And see, it's important, it, it's important to have those conversations. <laughs> it is. It is really important to have those conversations. So, mm -hmm. one thing that uh, you definitely want to kind of keep in mind, and this is okay too, maybe you're, you're worried about the date. If you're worried about the date, then maybe it's not for you, but it is okay to suggest a coffee date too. Like, hey, yeah. let's get together for coffee. You know, get together for coffee and pie or coffee and cake or whatever. But let let's go to this place and just and it's not as much of an investment. You know, maybe you're feeling it, but you're not quite sure. And you can set that up with a quick date. A coffee and cake doesn't necessarily mean you're going to invest as much time or money into it as you would a dinner date so coffee dates are acceptable provided that you both like coffee uh, yeah. but you know in consideration do you both enjoy having a yeah, cup of coffee exactly like sitting back and being able to say oh my god yeah i like a good cup of coffee and um talking to somebody can be really really great but you know don't I think sometimes that's kind of a hard one because if you suggest it, it might have some negative connotations with it. I know when I've heard it before, it's like, I get what you're saying, but there's just a little sting to what you're saying. Like when, they're, when they've suggested, oh my God, let's just meet up for coffee. I was like, okay, we'll meet up for coffee. And to me, it says like, you, you might 
have a reservation about me that you you're not really sure you're either feeling it or not feeling it you're on the fence so we're just going to do something where it's not considered a waste of time necessarily so i can i, I don't can, think that, i don't think that it belongs in a negative light though i think it's no because like, i'm all about like you should know each other exactly if, you might not want to spend a whole dinner with somebody. It makes sense. It's like, this is get a cup of coffee because a cup of coffee can be two hours of great conversation and people watching or 15 minutes. And like, you know what? I actually got to get going. Can I get this to go? <laughs> you know, oh, like you, I have... you can find if you, if you can gauge that pretty quickly, a cup of coffee is great for that. And if, or if you're on the fence, like, I don't know there, this is okay, but this, uh, this uh, throws me off. A cup of coffee is a great way to find out. I have a decent coffee date story for you. Uh, sure. Not great, but decent. So I had met this woman and I want to say it was an online date. And this was many, many years ago. This place doesn't exist anymore. So I don't mind using the name because it's not mm -hmm. there anymore. But there's this little coffee shop in the Heights called Waldo's. And oh, okay. it's changed names like several times. I don't even know what the hell it is now, but it was basically a, a house that was a coffee shop. And every now and then they would have like little live performers. So uh, me and this date met there and uh, they had some live little, you know, folky Irishy bullshit, you know, singers off in the corner so we went, we got our coffee and we went to another room. Okay. And we were just sitting there and we're talking and we're trying to enjoy each other. And then the date goes bad, not because of each other, but because of this old man. And what he does is he comes in, there's this guy who comes in and he has like this milk jug, like a half cut milk jug looking thing. And he's collecting tips for the band. And this, this is an old man. I mean, he has a mustache, white hair. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm just collecting tips for the band. I was like, well, we were over here. We're just kind of enjoying each other. And he's like, oh, well, you know, a starving artist. And I was like, I get that. But we're, we're on a date. You know, I'm trying to be nice about it. Yeah, but like, and I'm not, like, yeah, not and this guy so. was like, well, you know, anything for the band. I looked at him. I was like, I'm sorry. We just spent our cash on the coffee. You know, I'm, I'm again, trying to be polite because I am on a date. So I don't want her to no. see me get stupid. <laughs> right. So, uh, like, I shit you not. You know, she's, she's sitting on this, like, there are these, like, lounge chairs, right? And she's sitting on this lounge chair opposite of me, and her purse is right next to her. And he literally looks over, and he's like, oh, well, she has a dollar right there. I was like, go fuck yourself, old man, you know? Uh, this was some bullshit. And just to get rid of her, she actually pulled out the dollar from her purse and said, there you go. And I was like, that is fucked up. Like then I, you know, we continued the date, but I was really pissed about that. So the next day, like I called up management at Waldo's. I was like, Hey, yeah. look, this, this happened. Guy was a, it was a you know, us he, and this guy, you know, says he's with me, you know, pushes himself to get fucking money. I, you know, I'm, I taken her here on this date just for coffee. And the guy was extremely apologetic, offered free coffees and this and that. But 
it, but he said that you know we're just and honestly they i don't think they ever had a live band again after that uh <laughs> after that complaint and that's why they closed down because they didn't have a lot of probably of probably <laughs> uh but you know yeah. it was it was a pretty fucked up little coffee date but you know it fucking happens you fucking have if no. you ever go like no joke this is kind of fun carlo i think you probably may know about this there's a there's this interesting little cafe in mm. in the montrose area called empire and i don't mind, yeah i don't mind saying their name because they have really good cakes and i like i like them so i'll go there on occasion uh me and a few friends will get together we'll go to empire we'll get a coffee and a, and a cake because they have good cakes and mm. uh it's a neat little date place too because it's quaint it's kind of this romantic dark atmosphere but like no joke there is a tree there up in the front that has a hole in it carlo are you aware of this thing no okay so there's a tree there with a hole in it <clears throat> and someone always puts like a free cheapy gift in there that you can take okay like no joke like so they'll put like little keychains in there or little toy soldiers or little toy cheapy things that you can find and it's like but they just put it in there and you can just go in there and take it it's like a really cool thing one time they had a little miniature buddha sitting in there so you just go in and you grab it and someone just puts in a new one i think like every day so it's very cool whatever it is is very very cool and uh very enjoyable yeah Yeah, i was like huh so that's kind of a fun little thing if you're in the houston area and you know empire cafe that's my shout out sponsor (laughs) us free kids And now, uh, see, now I don't find Empire to be a good date place, but this is just like, it depends on, it's not, there aren't like a list of, here are the correct places. That's foolish mm-hmm. because that's what suit you and who you're going on a date with. Yeah. Because I didn't have so much a date. I had more of a like, this has been great. Let's go get breakfast thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Empire and nothing wrong with the place. It's, it's a fine little like kind of mom and pop feel shop. But uh, we sat on, uh, sat on the patio that, with that, uh, where that tree is and it was it was fine there was a lot of people near like nearby chatting and everything but nothing about it felt like uh, i guess because like the 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 meal wasn't like oh you get an interesting thing here there's not much to talk about in the food there wasn't much to talk about like uh because they have like a it's right on the street on montrose and it's just sort of like butted up against it with like a overhang to cover the, cover the street so there's not a lot to look around at or talk about so we just we chatted fine and we like we got along great but nothing about the restaurant like brought something like oh this is why it's a good day place it didn't feel like it felt like nice and airy it felt like a great like you know regular place to have a little brunch with somebody that you're already in a relationship with it didn't nothing about it pulled me to be like oh this is a great first spot but because i i think more of uh, the sort of thing i'm looking for is I, I, the place should be able to be interesting or start the conversation. For me, in my opinion, it was mostly for the other person. But what? I want them to be like, for them to go like, oh, this place is hey, great. There is, like if um, another coffee shop there that would work better in my mind for a, a coffee date. Uh, and I, I'll go into the name, although they are still there, uh, Agora, which it doesn't work for you a lot know, of people. 
I like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump on. Uh, I agree and disagree on that one. Yeah. Agora doesn't work for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, and and the reason Agora doesn't work for me is I like. I like it. It's a good place. You know. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It's a nice little meetup place, but it is so lively and loud there. I don't mm-hmm. feel like you can have a real date there. The other thing is. And, and that parking there is atrocious at Agora. That's, that's true. Oh my the, God. It is yeah, so atrocious. The parking there is a pain in the ass. Yeah. So like there's, there's, there's like those dropbacks are absolutely there. And that's for a lot of people, that's plenty enough to be like, it's a bad day place. Yeah. What it does work for me is because for me, I want, I guess in a way, the competition, I want the place to be lively and atmospheric. And if that's more interesting to them, then we don't have that connection. And I can, I can take that hit, but I like when we are at somewhere that's lively and exciting there's all this stuff happening and it still ends up with the two of us sitting close and chatting and that connection i feel like when that happens i feel like this is a good connection this this can go somewhere Mm -hmm. if they're just like uh i know we're having a conversation all but oh look there's someone else in the building now that to me is like okay this isn't really working we don't we're not that for me is chemistry right right if we can if we cannot be all alone in in a room full of strangers then I don't know how likely we are to be alone when we're when we're all actually alone. Like I don't feel it. I, that for me isn't as exciting. But I completely get people who are like, no, I, we want to just start there. It's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We're alone first. I like to get alone. I, I like well, I like the alone part starting off because that's what's going to tell you whether you're going to have a conversation in my mind mm-hmm. or not. And then you kind of go from there. But either way coffee shops again i think that that's kind of our point here coffee shops are not a bad place to have a date you know you can do yeah. a lot with them uh they but don't can... think it's not a date no yeah treat it like it is a date treat like even if, if, if the, at the at the end of it you're both like this wasn't really a date right fine but at the outset do you go in with the thinking it's a date even treat if like some old man goes through her purse and says oh my god you have a dollar it's still a date and you're yeah. still obligated to say fuck you old man yeah <laughs> so that that's I, I feel thing, like you know okay okay now he's trying to go through your purse in your mind is it better that i politely gentlemanly ask him to leave before i hit him or should i just hit this man you he know going through your purse he is looking to rob you here's that is here's, a conversation we're having now yes okay so here's the thing <laughs> i i did it the gentlemanly way and yeah. i i, I realize some women don't want that that's yeah. why i would ask what do you and want me I, to do I realized that it was a two-way street in that situation now that I talk about it because I did do three gentlemanly stop that shit things. You know, like I, I gave him three different warnings. I should have by all means when he looked into her purse, I should have stood up and pushed him away at that point, or at least got up and put my arm up, like blocking him. That's what I should have done because I had already given him three very polite warnings about you need to leave us alone, you know, uh, very polite about it. But at that point, I probably should have stood up and said, Hey, fuck off, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, at that point. But you know, that's just, that's just me i tried to do it a more gentlemanly way because i was on a date but i probably yeah. should have stood up and said go fuck yourself uh at that point but that's just me it's too late that's been like decades ago so it doesn't matter yeah, he's now. probably dead yeah probably more likely at this <laughs> point yeah uh so no point in that yeah. so but moving along so you've picked your place here's the thing now is kind of a harder thing um do you want to 
you want to be able to have a conversation with somebody. And sometimes in the beginning, that's a little awkward. You know, conversations don't, we all want that organic, hey, just let it start up conversation. Sometimes it's hard to get to that point. Um, Not always, but, you know, sometimes it can be. So you want to keep in your mind a couple like interesting little points about things that maybe you like, some topics that you can throw out there that might get a conversation started. Um, In that, with that being said, (laughs) avoid politics, avoid religion, and avoid uh, basically... Avoid any conversation that you earnestly feel there are wrong answers to. Yes. Uh, For some people, for some fucking people, it it can be sports. You like sports? Yeah. What's the only team that's good? Don't do that. Sports is yeah. also bad. If you if you cannot handle an opposing answer, don't don't have that conversation absolutely, on the first day. Absolutely, you should have it eventually, but not on the first day. Because if yeah, and now that's a good point. Because if you two are both sports heads and you fucking just love that <clears> shit, <throat> and then you know, let's say you're a diehard Texans fan and they're a diehard, you know, fucking. Uh, Seahawks fan or whatever it is, you know, they're gonna you two could like start some shit that way. It might be some fun shit, but you can also be some bad shit too. Yeah. So don't get stupid with it. Just have a decent conversation. Um, don't please don't do this because this is just a sign that things are going bad. Don't talk about the weather. <laughs> you, I mean, it's cliche. Don't be like, I can't. It's a, it's a beautiful day, but I can't say that. You're you can mark that's a beautiful day. You can go like, I wish it wasn't raining, but on the bright side, we're inside. We have a cup of coffee, warm up. Yeah, or something like that. That's fine. You can make you can make a remark. Don't try to actually start a conversation about the fucking weather, uh, yeah. unless you're a weatherman, or that's just not something you want to have a conversation about. Uh, to to uh, to hit home the anything you can't receive a no on, you cannot take an a yes or no on mm-hmm. any que- any conversation topic where you cannot deal with them having another opinion. Yeah. Uh, I was on a first date once. Technically, it was, it was, it was a first date, but we had met, we did meet at a bar and immediately ended up in the backseat of my car. But on the first date, actual date, um, she, before, like, we were, we, were, we both arrived, we got there together, we sat down in the cafe and the first topic of conversation because you want to get out of the way which i i understand but it does that didn't it does not need to be a first date um maybe this is extenuating circumstances but the first thing she wanted to talk about was um she was in recovery from a per, like a physical malady i'm not going to go into detail what mm-hmm. but as a result she could never have natural born children she could never have a child um so she wanted me, and so it's like, this is the first date. We've known each other four hours, four hours and 15 minutes to like get up, to sit down and have a cup of, to start our cup of coffee. And as I'm taking my first sip, I had this disease. I can never have children. If you ha- can only be with someone you can have children with, we can call, we can end this right now. Mm. And I get that given, um, Given how, how like that's a that's a yes no problem like there there isn't a third answer. Now personally, it doesn't affect me. Whatever, partially because I don't know if we're gonna have that conversation. 
we may never have that conversation. We did, and in the, in the end, we were only together a few months. It never came up again because we weren't going to have that conversation. Mm. The, the relationship was going to end before that was an issue. So it's fine. That and, didn't, but that was incredibly awkward, and I think unfair to slap someone with that sort of a uh, that sort of a conversation. Again, for me, wasn't thinking about that yet. I'm open to adoption. Nothing, not an issue for me. I don't, I don't have the overarching need like I must have my own child someday. It's not that important to me. Uh, but <laughs> it makes sense for someone who does want to have a child to know that up front. But that can still be at the end of the first month. Oh yeah, that doesn't need to be the very first conversation you have. Or it, it can be like because I've had those conversations too. But I'm, I'm, I'm you know, um, I think when I was having those conversations, sometimes that would come up. Like when you're online dating, the first thing you do is you start doing the let's call each other and talk type of thing. And so you talk about like, hey, you know, this, you know, that that's always a good thing. You know, have a couple of conversations before you actually go on the date, because that that's kind of important. And one of the things you definitely want to do, and sometimes that comes up in those conversations before we go on the date, like I can have kids or I want kids or I can't have kids. You know, mm-hmm. and th- those are important things to talk about, but it doesn't actually have to be on the actual fucking date. You know, like when you're actually sitting across from each other having dinner, that's probably not the well, best time. Uh, you know, just in the get to know you stages, that's fine. It, it, you know, like if it's over the phone or like you're texting or something like that, sure, that's I mean, fine. I, but you, not, you not those... on the actual date, you know, before you're yeah. about to have dessert. No, don't and I, w- I would think if you're if it's an online relationship initially, you are still going through those getting to know you, yeah. getting excited to know you. And then you get to the, I know you phase, which mm-hmm. still, I would say that still wouldn't be the first text text you receive off Bumble. Yeah. By yeah. the way, this, that's still a lot to have that first conversation. You keep it light and airy and you get to know each other. And then when you, when it's like a conversation, like before you meet, sure. Have you been like talking for a couple of weeks? Okay, then it would, all right, before we meet, but you've had those initial conversations. We're talking about the first date. You don't need this on the first date. See, now it's a lot thing, of pressure. Right. Now, one thing I will say is this, and this goes for anyone, male or female. Uh, <laughs> and, and Carlo, back me up. I don't know if you do this, uh, but you know, I used to have a cat as you do have a cat, right? So if I was getting to know somebody, I would tell them, hey, I need to let you know I have a cat and or I have a pet cat. I would make a point to make sure that I told them that because no shit, people have allergies that can kill them. So they need to know things like I have a pet cat or I have pet dogs or I have pet, you know, uh, wildebeest, whatever. <laughs> you, know, yeah. fucking, you have to, you kind of need to mention that because A, what if they're not a pet person? What if they hate animals? And then B, again, it's a courtesy if they have an allergy. And I have been uh, in the beginning where when I had a cat, I was on a few dates where they were allergic to cats. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't go on those dates because mm-hmm. they were like allergic. And I was like, okay, well, fuck it you know um that that shit does happen it's kind of important yeah, that so that's sense. kind of a nice to know thing you know those those are nice to know things so after you've had those preliminary conversations and you've picked your place or your coffee spot you know 
jump into a decent conversation, you know, bring up something interesting, bring up some fun facts. You know, I'm not talking about like, did you know that the anaconda can grow as big as, yeah, like, that's I'm, I'm talking example, about, you know, in, in like uh, in, in sitcoms, the example of someone like, oh, just talking about anything that interests you. And then they always come up with like a morbid or creepy like factoid that they happen to know. It's never like, um, I think of like a factoid, like that little nugget that could be a conversation that pertains to you. Like uh, something I like, to, I, I point out is like, I'm actually in a movie with um, Captain America. Mm-hmm. People are like, what? Yeah, I'm in a movie with Captain America, with Chris Evans. I'm in a movie with Chris Evans. I share a scene. I, I, I am in, a, in the frame of a movie with Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Yeah. How? Now I have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. So like, and then you, and and you can immediately go like, have you ever done any theater or movies? Do you, are you ever interested in acting? Whatever it is, like a think of a little factoid about yourself that you can bring up and don't be like, I'm, I'm just, ha- I'm just gonna talk about me. Don't do that. But at the end, every time, if you bring up a factoid about yourself, make it something interesting, mm-hmm. make, you know, if it's creepy or weird. Yeah. You know, and- if it's, I don't immediately start. I have um, a kigurumi of a panda bear mm-hmm. and I like when people rub my tummy and I'm dressed like it. I don't start there. I start with this. I start with this interesting little factoid and then open it up. What questions can I ask from this? Do you like superhero movies? Have you seen Chris Evans work outside of superhero movies? Do you enjoy acting? Have you ever been on stage or in a, in a, uh, on, on, on screen? You can now peel those layers and have these questions and get information about them too. And you can and you can totally jump on stuff like and Carlo, you bring up a good point. So I'm going to give an example. Here's an example I'm going to create. So <clears> as <throat> you know, Carlo, I'm in a master's program, right? Yeah. Here's just a way to throw out, you know, little tidbits to see whether they're interested or not, or, or just to try to start a conversation. Sometimes you are the interesting subject, you know, or you're mm-hmm. going to tell them a little bit something about you that they might find interesting to try to like get a conversation going that might lead into something else. Um, so if I was on a date, one of the things I might mention is, Hey, I'm in a master's pro I'm working on my master's. Right. And that should, in theory, in theory, lead to another question that should be, Oh, what are you working? What are you, where are you getting your master's in it? That should be the follow-up question. Yeah. And then you can spin it off from there. Now, if you say something like, oh, I'm working on a, a I'm working on my master's right now. I already have a master's. Yeah, that's fine. Then you, then you can jump <laughs> in there and be like, oh, well, what's your master's in? But here's the thing. If they, something, if they say something like, oh, that's nice. And that, then clearly they're not that I'm interested just... in what you're doing. Because yeah. that's kind of a shit move. Like, oh, you know, you're not following the rules of, you know, conversation oh okay well you're not having a conversation and yeah it's like oh that's nice you're working a master's you know go fuck yourself you know that thing Uh, so anyway my cats are like this yes you know so that that's kind of that's kind of a bummer but the thing is that's kind of an example of something that you can look gauge to lead into and hopefully leads into something else but if it dies right there you already know that's kind of maybe a little bit of a red flag not red red but it might be pink Uh, (laughs) but uh, things like that but you can go into other things you can say if you're someone who has traveled or likes to travel you know even if it's just within texas or in the u.s you can start off you know i love i love taking a good road trip or i like uh i like traveling you know and then that should spark off either the conversation of oh my god me too 
or oh my god what places have you been to and then you two can start chatting it up about places that you've been to maybe you've been to the same places maybe you know they've been somewhere that you want to go and maybe you've been somewhere that they want to go and that can roll the conversation that way uh but you know those are just examples like how you can get a conversation started by throwing out little tidbits about yourself um Carlo, remember to keep in your mind when you're when you're thinking of what to when you're choosing those little tidbits and factoids mm -hmm. make sure it's something that you already know how to re-engage with the conversation mm -hmm. don't just be oh i want to tell her how i own uh, i own this really cool car i own a i own a maserati okay there's not a conversation there that like, do you enjoy supercars you would like you want to like if you're trying to pick up pick a person up with a with a uh, something you own fine just call it what it is though but that's not you're not interested in a date because mm. they're, they're not you don't you're you don't care if they like you, you just need them to like your car yeah so there's no conversation to be had there with like i own this thing just doesn't work you got to have some an experience or something you've or an experience is the best thing mm. even if it's like an inch if you you read interesting books you like horror movies whatever mm. like, that's so an experience that you can share absolutely yeah like uh, horror movies, you know, Carlo, I've been funny. You bring that up. I've been on a horror movie kick these past few days because uh, mm -hmm. I wrote that article on the on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I right. went back and I revisited a couple of the Texas Chainsaws that I had not seen, um, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. So I, I looked at mm -hmm. that. That wasn't the worst one out of them all. I got to tell you, I kind of liked it. But then I went into, OK, well, let me look at some other It's it's led me to look at some other cheesy like 90s ones like i know what you did last summer that type of yeah. thing and i realized god there's so many damn loopholes in that movie but you know <laughs> the thing is i did that i sat there by myself and enjoyed some horror movies with with the dogs and that no joke something simple something light could be someone else's favorite thing to do you know maybe that's yep. some that's that's a conversation you can have like if i said carlo well i don't know this about you carlo actually let me go ahead and ask this are you a horror movie fan i wouldn't say i'm above like I, i've enjoyed a few of them i watch them through a very like i watch them for the cinematography i don't like jump scares mm -hmm. and a lot of horror films just kind of rely on jump scares yeah oh god yeah i, I prefer the creeping horror of like i like seeing the guy the bad guy just slowly walking towards them and they don't know they don't know mm -hmm. i'd rather that like that more hitchcockian um the bad guys That's outside okay. the window outside of the the victim's uh view and they're just like slowly picking the window and you're like mm -hmm. are they gonna get the window open without them noticing that's attention i like in a horror film i don't yeah. like di non-diegetic music where like music starts playing and it's scary music and, it, and someone jumps out of a closet the, the music is scaring me. The movie is not as good for yeah. me. But I, I do, I enjoy them from a cinematography point of view. Good. From the nerd point of view, not from the cool point of view. So, but see, the thing is you you do have an enjoyment of it. So if you and someone yeah. else were having that conversation, that could lead into, oh my God, what's your favorite horror movie? Uh, Are you excited what, for the new horror movie? Yes, you know, is this something that, that excites you? You want to go see this with me? You know, maybe we should do this one day. You know, I, I know like, for example, me and you once had a conversation and it just kind of randomly came up. What was that movie? The Mask of uh, Troy Vern or The Mask of uh, uh, Vernon? Uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. That's it. Behind yeah. the Mask. That was a great, it's a satire on horror movies, but a very good movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Dell and Tucker versus uh, Evil. 
also good. That was that was great too. But we have those conversations, and and just as friends, we have those conversations. If you yeah. do that on a date, that could spark in some interesting stuff. Talk about the movies you're interested in. Talk about things that you are interested in as well. Because here's the thing: if you have too many things that neither one <clears throat> of you are interested in, that might be a problem. You know, if y'all just can't come yeah. to terms on anything. That that's kind of a red flag automatically. Even my dog is barking, saying that's a red flag. You know, so uh, that's not something that that's a good thing. You know, uh, try, you want to find common grounds. And here's the thing: just to get off the conversational thing, so we can get to like how to end a date. You know, it's okay to go through a date and say, "Hey, this this isn't for me." You know, it's okay to have that honest conversation with yourself. Don't force a date if it's not working for you. You know, don't don't force it like, oh, my God, well, let's try again. This is just the first round. It was shit. Let's see what happens. If it's shit, it's shit. You know, (laughs) I I don't know about you. I've been on a bad date with an interesting person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, they're worth another shot because everything I know about them is worth it makes it like worth another shot everything else went wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. like that, that that can happen too don't recognize the difference like do they, do they interest you then maybe keep having a conversation about it now this is, this is one of the usefulness useful things where like you shouldn't we've said this before on another podcast you should like for example you should never have um do not take a first date to your favorite restaurant oh god yeah don't don't take them to your favorite bar to your favorite cafe or whatever take them to a one the best option is whenever to go somewhere you don't know. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh man, I had a terrible time here because of her. Mm-hmm. So you won't lose anything for it. No. <laughs> the place is good. Like the food was great, but they sucked. This guy was an idiot. I don't oh, want to talk to yeah. him again, but I can come back and get that Putanesca again. So then keep you can keep the place, get rid of the person. But you don't want to go to like, you know, get thrown out because the person's nuts and they're screaming at you for no reason. They throw their drink on you and they storm out at your mm-hmm. favorite place. You don't want that. No. Yeah, you definitely don't want that. You want to be very careful of that. So find a nice neutral spot that can just be a decent date spot. You're going to have to do your research on that. And, uh, you know, that's that's basically what you're going to have to do. Uh, These things do take research. It does take like, you know, uh, let me go to this place or this place and see, you know, is it my favorite place? Well, we're not going go there we're going to go to this other place that's more casual you know it's like a safety place you know um the the restaurant where i work there is we have a couple of regulars Mm -hmm. there's this one dude who comes in once a week with somebody new Mm -hmm. and every single time he's like wow this place looks really cool i'm so (laughs) glad this is an interesting place. he makes a point of like and we all know how to play the game like we go up hey guys do we have any returning champions? Do we have anyone like have you, have you been with us before? Have I had the pleasure of serving you guys before? And he goes, "No, this is our, this is our first time." Like, okay, asshole, whatever. And he absolutely uses us as because he knows what drink he likes, he knows what the food is, he can recommend stuff like, "Oh, I think maybe you'll like this one," so he can come across mm-hmm. as like uh, a genius who can just tell exactly what they want because he's had the drinks already. Yeah. Um, do your research. Do set up yeah. something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, I don't, and I don't blame. Him. Like, no, that works. If you're if you're dating that much, it's a, it's good for a first date. That's a good move for a first date. 
it's creepy because it's serial data. <laughs> it just takes a bunch of people like one time. So it's creepy. It's a little Barney from How I Met Your Mother, but fine. Uh, but that is a good idea for a date. Have a, a usual, this is my first date place. Why? Because that's all it is to me. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's basically, again, research, put your time and effort into that. But now we need to get to how do you close out a date? That can be a little awkward. You know, how do you close yeah. it out? Um, basically, when either you get tired or they're getting tired, or maybe the conversation is running a little dry, it's becoming hard to keep that conversation up. You know, that's a good time to start saying, you know, it's great. You know, uh, this has been a lot of fun. You, it's been a lot of fun. It's great. Start, like, just I look really forward talk to as though you're again. finishing. Just, you're done. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, things like that. You know, you want to end it with that. Don't be a douche and just let them walk off. Uh, walk them to their their car as a safety protocol. You know, uh, we'll offer. Yeah, offer. You know, like and depending on where you are, there might be like, no, it's right there, it's fine, because you don't want to make someone uncomfortable. True. Like, enough. can I walk you to your car? Like, oh, uh, no, I'm fine. I'm right around here. Like, oh, like if it's like, no, don't go any trouble. Like, I, I'm happy to. But if you're sure, mm -hmm. I mean, if you live in a big city or you live anywhere in the world, it's not a bad idea to have to walk from. Yeah, car. you know, if you can't, if they allow you, walk them to their car. Or, yep. I mean, chances are you're both in the same parking lot unless they're taking an Uber. But if they're yep. taking an Uber or Lyft, you know, offer to wait with them until the ride comes to pick them up, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, just see what they say, but just make sure that they're they're safe. They, they get out. If they let you walk them to their car, you know, it's okay to, if you feel like there's a hug coming on, take the hug. Don't try to force a kiss. If you feel like there's a kiss coming on, go for that but you know read the signals see what their body it's important to read the other person's yeah. body language at this point in order to know what's about to happen and now, that is not easy and there is no. a million a myriad reasons why that is something you can misconstrue oh god yeah there is nothing wrong with just asking yeah be an adult ask it's fine mm -hmm. if, if they're like can i get a like would it be all right if i gave you a hug i would mm -hmm. like to give you a kiss in the cheek if that's okay that is better than going for it and they weren't expecting it or they were against it. They were cool with it, but you, you both do that thing. Well, I'll go to the left. No, you go to the right. All of that is worse than, hey, I had a really great time. I really want to see you again. Could I give you a kiss in the cheek? Like, would you like, would it be all right if I kissed you? That is better. I mean, for guys, drop the voice and active. Be cool about it. Mm -hmm. Be like perfectly cool with a no. Um, for uh, for ladies, if you want it, say, come here. I want to uh, come here. Just tell them that they're the guy to do it. <clears throat> for all points uh, beyond or in between, I can't personally tell you. I don't. I, I haven't the slightest clue. Um, but I would hope you still feel comfortable with the person that you can just ask. Yeah. I want this. I'd like to get do this. Are you down? Finger guns. <laughs> If or, not, you know, cool. Finger guns very quickly become two thumbs up. That's cool too. No problem. <laughs> and and the thing is, like again, like most people don't ask. So it, it again, be very careful in reading your signs. You know yeah. what what they're the other person's telling you, how they're leaning into you. Yeah. Uh, if they're not leaning into you, if they're standing away from you, you know, take that as a sign of, you know, hey, don't don't you go in for it. You know, they're they're yep. standing away from you. If they seem like they're wanting to jump in the car, 
hey, that, <laughs> that that date, you know, probably isn't happening again. Yeah. But, you know, you're probably if they immediately place the car door between you and them. They are even maybe even unconsciously going, I don't want this to continue and just yeah. be cool. Yeah, and just be cool, accept it gracefully, and just say thank you for the nice time and walk off to your car. And that's how yeah, you have to end Thank that. you for coming out. I'm sorry I spilled that coffee on you. Whatever you got to say. Yeah. Be polite and then, go, then get back to your vehicle. <laughs> you know, and then, and then go back home and, you know, do whatever you got to do there. But that's pretty much how you want to end it. You know, you don't want to be creepy or weird about it. Don't, yeah, don't be um, creepy. Don't be weird. Don't be too forceful. Be reasonable. Uh, don't, go, don't just disappear. Yeah, don't, don't go somebody have no. the decency to send them a text the next day or maybe later that evening saying, hey, look, I really enjoyed it, but I, I wasn't feeling it or I uh, think you're a great person, but it's just I think it, this is always one that like stabs it and like lets you know it's over. Yeah. Like, uh, I think we'd be great friends, you know, <laughs> friend zone them kind of really tells them. Hey, this yeah, is don't do that. Don't you know? don't say like you're friends with someone if you're not friends with them. Yeah. Don't use friends as a second place prize. Friends are more valuable than you are. Don't do that. It's not that's, no, that's true. Shitty. True enough, but I think it also just be like gonna... you. I've done it. Just mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry. This isn't working for me. Um, I wish you the best of luck. Say there it. you go. You could say do it. that too. You be can do that too. Don't be like, oh, I offer you my friendship. No, because either they're gonna think that means you're you're like they they have a they they should keep trying. And you're you're doing you're doing that you're you're, you're negging them or something, or you're just flat out lying to them, mm-hmm. and that's not a, what, how a fr- that's not how a friend acts. So just don't do that. That's garbage. Yeah. Just be. I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. Like this is really great. Thank you. I don't think it's there for me. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, and I get it. I get that. I totally get that. And as you can tell, me and Carlo have two different opinions on that. So the thing is, you have to find yeah. what works for you. You know. Yeah. Uh, you can do what I do, which is the Texas polite, you know, hey, enjoyed it. You know, <laughs> maybe we yeah. can be friends or you can do the direct approach and say, hey, you know, I'm sorry. I, I wish you all the best in life. You yeah. know, uh, have fun on your journey of whatever the fuck you're doing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that that type of situation. Yeah. And then just, you know, be better prepared for the next day always keep in mind hey things can go really well things can go really wrong yeah. uh, but always always be safe about it is is what you want to do yeah. and prepare 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 that's that's something you want to do uh, again recapping hygiene <laughs> dress decently have a decent place pick nothing too expensive you know have that conversation with them do you want to do dinner or do you want to do coffee see what they say And then from there, just, you know, enter into those conversation moments, like points of interest. And then kind of go from from there to the ending of the day and see where that leads. If you got a second date, bravo. Excellent. If you don't, hey, chalk it up to better luck next time. You know, sometimes they're they're not all home runs. You know, they're not all home runs. (laughs) I do yeah. a lot of sports analogies for a guy who doesn't like sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if 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 the night is going so well that the coffee shop close is closes in ten minutes, mm-hmm. but you're having you're still having such a great conversation, and you haven't bought anything for a while, you're just talking. Get the fuck out of the building, you asshole! Yes, exactly. If your date is going that well, go to their apartment. Do not make the restaurant or bar or, or coffee shop stay up late when your ass is not spending any money mm. 
when you're done, get out. You're a piece of filth and I hate you. People are at work, you are bothering them. They need to clean the entire building and they got to get your juices out of that chair. I need you to get the fuck out of the building. Swear to God, I'm going to kill somebody one day. God hears me. This is a prayer to the actual God. I will kill someone. Get the fuck out of the building. Actually, your cute I, little date is not more important than the lives of everyone there. I, I Some of these know. assholes have to take the bus home, and they're not going to get home until three in the goddamn morning because you thought it'd be cute to stay at the bar five minutes after. Fuck you. Leave. I will say this. If it is going that well, um, you can also go to a 24-hour place. You know, there's a restaurants that are 24 mm-hmm. hours if you are fortunate yeah. to be in a city that does that. And two, uh, you know, uh, again, Carlo, we, we just have differences of opinion. <laughs> but like, you know, Sophia, you're like, you know, you know, Sophia, <laughs> you know, Sophia, like, but me and her can get into conversations and we've shut down restaurants before to where we had to look around and realize, oh my God, everyone's gone. Perhaps we should go. And so we ended up leaving. Um, the if, only if time it I was at midnight and yeah. you're there at 11:59, you're already an asshole. Yeah. So, but now I have done it once deliberately because, and this was a 24 hour place. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't close. That's fine. Right. But here's the thing. This guy did a shit remark and, uh, and I, and I was kind of pissed about it. So me and a friend wasn't even date. Me and a friend were out at this 24 hour place. And we were just having a delightful conversation, talking, yakking it up, right? And then, uh, you know, we ordered dessert, all this other stuff, made a little longer. And we're sitting there, we're enjoying each other. And this shit-ass assistant manager, you know, whoever the fuck it is with the latest, you know, GED and assistant manager title (laughs) fucking comes up to us. I was like, yeah, I just want to check on y'all because y'all are like chilling extra hard over here. And I'm like, yeah, and we're about to chill a little harder. (laughs) You know, it's a 24 hour restaurant. You know, that's what you signed up for. You know, like, fuck you, you know, that bullshit, you know. Uh, So, yeah, anyway, that's just. So I think, uh, like, I remember, um, oh, shoot, what is it called? Uh, House of Pies on Kirby here in, here in Houston. Um, I, I've been in a while. I don't, I, but uh, after midnight, they would put out these little placards that said you must spend. And it was like five cents more than their coffee. Mm-hmm. So you had to buy another cup of coffee. You had to buy another thing. I think coffee is just like bottomless now, but mm-hmm. it was like, you have to buy one more thing every hour you're here after midnight because it was, uh, mostly like high school. When I was in high school, this is what it was. All the high, a bunch of high school kids would go there and they would buy like one cup of coffee and just get water refills over and over again. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, we're not hurting anybody. Like, and I would point out, yes, you are. The, the one dude who's working because it's the midnight shift on a fucking Tuesday, that one dude has to run around taking care of six tables of people who are going to tip him a dollar. He is getting paid $2 mm-hmm. to put up with you. You're not spending any money. You are absolutely robbing him. But I went to a store and broke a television and said, what? You didn't pay for it. I'm still robbing that building. Yeah. Even though I'm not taking the TV with me, I'm robbing that company of, of merchandise. Except in this case, he pays for it rather than the building. Exactly. It's worse. You, it, it is. like that. You're, they're not getting paid a living wage. It is a hundred percent tips. Mm-hmm. So if you are there a minute after close, you do have to take 50% or you're an asshole. 
If you're there two minutes, we're talking a hundred percent. They're closed. No other business works this way. Mm-hmm. They're closed. And I get, you forgot. We're having a great conversation. Cool. Then go back to the apartment. Yeah. Oh, it's not like that. Then why the fuck are you bothering us? Exactly. Why the fuck? <laughs> so should you have a fascinating date story that you want to share with us or maybe you think you know a real better date or better date preparation let us Something know we yeah you know let us know carlo how can they let us know on the social medias quickest way is to catch us on instagram or twitter at the vcr show but if you want to give a little more detail Bada. you can email us to the vcr show at gmail.com and as a further note Check out our website, thevcrshow.com, with fun, exciting articles that will come out of me and Carlo's minds in order to entertain you. Yes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a few other little delightful ones, and uh, more to come. And also pick up a copy of Carlo's book. You can do that through Amazon.com. Carlo, what are those titles again? There is In the Worst Way by Carl Magana and by Carl Magana, Dark Sarcasm. And you can pick that a up. Reference at, to a reference to a song. There you go. <laughs> and you can pick that up at Amazon.com. And until next time, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you've been listening to VCR. And I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> That's also the worst way to end the date, too. <laughs> Or the best way, but it goes really well. Yeah. Need a clean space? Call A Clean Space For You and Multi-Services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704. Or you can email them at acleanspaceforyou at gmail.com. Need some sweet treats for your next big event? Or maybe you just have a sweet tooth? Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes. S-K-I-P-P-I-T-Y-C-A-K-E-S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs. Things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. Looking to shape up or maybe get rid of some unwanted fat? You need to give our friend Roxy Perez a call. Book a mobile appointment. Melt some unwanted fat away. You can reach her at 832 686-3873 or email her at ascensionaesthetics at gmail.com You can also find Ascension Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ascension Aesthetics You've been listening to VCR Creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana The logo created by Richard Christopher Vara with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to The VCR Show at gmail.com. 
www.thinkdeeply.com.